Good day to you. This is Pastor Greg Proctor of Victory Worship Center. I want to welcome you to our podcast, Don't Miss Out. This is a special from the pastor's desk uh, that I'd like to share with you that comes from my morning worship and devotional time that I have with the Lord. And so this is from uh, December the 30th, 2021. And I, I believe it'll be a blessing to you because it's encouraged me so much to make uh, some changes in my life as we're closing out this year and get ready to come into the new year. And so the title of this is See and Say. See and Say. And it'll become clear with you when I uh, share exactly what went on after uh, my worship time. See, after my morning devotions and, and, and worshiping the Lord, I, I was just sitting in my recliner, softly praying uh, in the Spirit, uh, praying uh, by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. Uh, and then as I was praying in tongues, uh, then the interpretation came out in English. And the interpretation was, see and say. See and say. As I sit there meditating upon that phrase, I realized how true of a statement that is in every day of our lives. You see, all day long we see something. We either see it in the physical world with our natural eyes, or we see something in the mental world with the very mind of our eye, or the eye of our mind, however you wish to say it. And then what happens? Every time, then we speak accordingly to what we saw. See and say. Now, why did the Holy Spirit put those particular words together, that phrase at that time uh, in my life? Well, uh, as I was thinking about that, I thought how we've been trained from a child to do this. From a, from a very toddler on up, we've been trained what we see, and then from what we see, let that be a source of what we say. And so think about the, the toy, the see and say toy. See, in 1965, Mattel, they released what would become a staple in the educational toy market. This see and say toy, it used the same technology as Thomas Edison's original gramophone to bring the sounds of barnyard animals to children everywhere. Now, I didn't have one of these as a child, but my brother, who was seven plus years younger, he had one. He loved it, and I loved playing with it with him. And Don and I, we bought one each for, for both of our daughters, and and they changed through the years. They would have uh, different animals and they'd have different, uh, different styles and so forth. But it was basically the principle was the same. You see something and then what you see speaks. Now I want you to hold that in your heart and let's look in and through the word of God and let's get a, 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 a parameter of what that means to us, a, a boundary. Let's get a, a, a guideline, if you would, what that means to you and I. So right now, in the name of Jesus, stop everything you're doing and command your mind and body to become still by speaking the name of Jesus over yourself. Now, wait just a few moments, and with your natural eyes closed, 
look at your life. Now you're at this very junction in your life, not by just what you have seen, but by how you saw it. See, you can take two people and they can see the exact same thing, but uh, from uh, personal experience, from uh, attitudes and all of these things, it has an effect on what they saw. Even though they saw exactly the same thing, that's why it is so hard when they're trying to get witness reports from an accident or from some uh, sort of crime or whatever it might be, because that's just the way we operate. So look at your life right now, and if there's things that you're dissatisfied with, if there's some things, some things that you're uncomfortable with, then we're going to be in a place in a position by the power of the Word of God where we can change some things. See, along with what you said after the way you saw it, you have created your present condition. Psalms 116, verse number 10. Let's look at what the Word of God says. I believed, therefore have I spoken. I was greatly afflicted. Now, you you, you need to, in your home study time, read the, uh, the preceding verses. You need to read this whole chapter. But in this little time we have together in this devotional. This is all we have time for, but notice what the psalmist said. I believed and therefore I spoken. I have spoken. Second Corinthians 4.13, the apostle Paul writing to the church at Corinth, he quotes this. He says, we have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. What you believe is what you're seeing with the eyes of your heart. So see and say. What you believe is what you're seeing with the eyes of your heart. Has your heart, is it being renewed by the word of God? Are you seeing things by the grace of God, by the goodness of God? All of those things are going to determine what comes out of your mouth and what comes out of your mouth will guide, will direct your whole life. Now, I was thinking about the old TV show, Hogan's Heroes. It had a character on there called Sergeant Schultz. Now, <laughs> this sergeant, you know, he used to, you can probably see him in your mind's eye. He used to say, I know nothing. I see nothing. I hear nothing. But regardless of how much Sergeant Schultz tried to live in a box, it was impossible for him. And I want you to know it's impossible for you and I. We cannot live in a box. Now, what we believe comes from the eyes, the seeing of our heart. So we've got the, the psalmist and we've got the apostle Paul. We've got uh, the old covenant and the new covenant, both trying to teach us that we will always speak from what we see, what we believe with the eyes of our heart. And, and, and so you see with the eyes of our, your heart, you see with the eyes of the natural man, your your physical being. So with all that being said, now we're ready to get to the meat of what the Holy Spirit was praying through me this morning as that part of that interpretation came uh, about see and say. So I asked you, while your mind is still, while you, you're calm and at peace, how are you believing, better said, how are you seeing things around you? 
How are you believing? How are you seeing things around you? Do you believe things are going to get better or they're going to get worse? Do you think that you're going to succeed or you're going to fail? Do you think you're going to live or you're going to die? Or, or, or is your life going to be blessed or not? All of these things, what are you looking at? How are you seeing them? Are you being overwhelmed with all the negativity and all the hate that is being spewed all around our nation and around the world? Have you lost hope today? Are you ready to give up and join in with all the naysayers uh, in, in agreement that it's over? The good times are really gone forever? If you said yes to any of those questions, then today, today is your day. See, first of all, we've got to simply just come to Jesus as a child, that childlike attitude, and ask him to help us see things through his word. Uh, I saw a, a, an image of a child that had on a pair of glasses, uh, and, and this is just a, just a, a baby. And, and they took this picture of this baby with his glasses on, kind of sliding down his, uh, uh, the baby's nose. And the baby is stretched over an open book. The book could be an encyclopedia. I don't know. It could be a hardback Bible. But when I looked at it, uh, from my point of view, uh, being a Christian, being a believer, uh, I, I saw the baby laying on the Bible. And that's what we've got to do. We've got we've to put on the glasses of the Holy Spirit and let him teach us about Jesus, teach us the truth. We've got to lay our life, build our life upon that Bible, upon the word of God. And if we'll come to the Lord with that childlike attitude, everything will change. See, we've got scripture that tells us that. In the gospel of Matthew chapter 18, let me read to you verses one through four. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Now see what they're seeing. With their attitude. With the eyes of their heart. Their mental understanding. Look at what they're seeing. Verse number two. And Jesus called a little child unto him. And set him in the midst of them. That's very important. Verse three. And said verily I say unto you. Except you be converted. And become as little children. You shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Verse number four, whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. See, in these verses, we see great truth from the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice what the disciples were believing. Remember, believing is what you're seeing with the eyes of your heart. But what they were believing, what they were seeing was a complete opposite to the truth. Lord, help us to receive this word as they did so we can be forever changed. See, true greatness is not to be uh, meek and humble uh, in uh, what the world calls meekness and humbleness. See, the, the world looks at meekness and humbleness as a sign of weakness. But true greatness is to be meek and humble as a child in Jesus Christ. See, this was a great revelation to the attitude uh, of men, of mankind in this time period, in this culture. At this time, uh, men, they had no respect for women. They had no uh, honor for women, no honor, no respect for children. But Jesus has the truth, and if we'll see it, 
It'll change our attitude about those around us. Jesus saw and he spoke from his Father to bring you and I out of sin and into salvation. But we've got to have that childlike attitude to be able to accept and to receive what he has for us. Let's document that. Jesus saw and then he spoke. See and say. Let's document it from the Word of God. The Gospel of John, chapter 12. Let's read verses 47 through 50. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. Verse 48. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him, the word that I have spoken. The same shall judge him in the last day. Verse 49. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that this is the commandment. And I know that this, this is his commandment. It, his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. So, so Jesus only spoke what the Father would have him to say. But see and say goes together. Turn back to John chapter 5. Let's just read one verse, verse 19. Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, the Son is not able to do anything on his own, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, the Son likewise does these things. So Jesus, he only done what he saw the Father do. He only spoke what he heard the Father say. And he looked at what the Father was doing. And he put it together with speech, see and say. And Jesus went and fulfilled every jot, every tittle. He come in the volume of the book and he brung the will of the Father to pass that whosoever will that would believe in the heart and confess with the mouth should be saved and could be named into the family of God. What a promise. See, in this life, the Bible tells us that they are two fathers to choose from. Two fathers. One is the father of lies that brings death, and the other is the father of all good things. He brings abundant life with perfect peace. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. The Lord is good. The Lord is present tense. He brings abundant life with perfect peace. So I encourage you, don't be an echo. Don't be a parrot to the talking heads in the media. Rather, each moment choose to have faith in the Lord God. And how can you do that? By saying, Lord, I want to see the truth about what's happening in my life, my family's life, those around me, my nation. Lord, I want to see through the eyes of the Holy Spirit. And then I want to speak what you would have me to say about that situation. Because see, in your mouth, in my mouth, death and life is in the power of the tongue. Are we speaking life? Are we speaking death? See, let the Bible become your see and say, and thus it will change your life. 
Ask yourself about every situation, about every circumstance. What does the Bible say about this? What does the Bible say about my children? What does the Bible say about my spouse? What does the Bible say about my job? What does the Bible say about my community? See, God has a word for you and I. His word is alive. It's quick and sharper than any two-edged sword. It'll cut through all of those things that'll divide the, the, the soul and the flesh from the spirit where you and I can really see the truth. Now, in closing, I want to read two very familiar verses of scripture. Mark chapter 11, verses 22 and 23. And Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God. What is this really saying from the Greek? Jesus is saying, have the God kind of faith. See, Jesus just looked at a unfruitful fig tree that was causing people to believe they could get something off that that would help them, that would be a benefit to them. But there was nothing there but leaves. There was no fruit on it. So he saw it. But instead of accepting what everyone else had accepted, he saw it through the eyes of the Spirit. And he seen that this was destructive and it was a hindrance and a limitation. So he spoke out what God would have him to speak. And he cursed that fig tree. And Jesus is saying the very same thing to you and I. We need to see and say what God is saying about everything. And realize that Romans 12.3 says to every person that is a blood-washed blood believer, God has dealt the measure of faith. So you can have God kind of faith to do what? Mark eleven twenty three verse twenty three. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in him what in his heart, seeing with the eyes of the heart, and then speaking, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Your words become your future. My words become my future. So don't let the enemy move in situations in your life, in your family's life, on the job, in your community, with all of this negativity, with all of this uh, fear and anxiety and hatred and, and, and divisive speech. No, don't look and don't see that. Don't accept that. Don't believe that. Look through the eyes of of the Holy Spirit in your spirit and then do like Jesus did. Speak out and create something different. If you only talk about what you have, if I only talk about what I have, then that's all I'm going to ever have. But if I talk about what the Bible says, my circumstance will always be changed by the covenant. See, God's promises to you and I, that's his covenant. It's a blood covenant and he will never break it. And the blood covenant, the word of God, Jesus, will always change our circumstances when we stand on it. Father, in Jesus' name, in this small amount of time, I ask just by the anointing of the Spirit of God that this word come alive, that it bring faith and it release faith in people's lives. Let it make them hunger and propel them deeper in the word of God to see and to say what you would say. I ask these things in the name of Jesus. Remember, God's word, God's word will change your life.